0: You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey
1: everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that's just glad John Landis didn't direct Ghostbusters.
0: <laughs> I'm Cody. I'm Sam.
1: And I'm Samantha.
0: There'd be so many car crashes.
1: <laughs> well, no, we would get Max Landis Ghostbusters now.
0: Oh, yes! Yeah, no, that's, wow, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a thinker.
0: Oh, okay, that is a thinker, and you are absolutely correct. (laughs) All right, well, hey, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, We have a bunch of news to go over, but first let's talk about some things we have been checking out this week.
1: Uh, I started playing Control after it won a bunch of awards, and everybody keeps talking about how good it was. I was finally like, huh, maybe I should give that one a shot. Okay, and how is it? It's very good. It's like a third-person shooter, but with all with psychic powers and mm-hmm. all kinds of metaphysical weirdness going on. Okay, cool. It's very much up my alley. Oh, that's awesome. You're a woman who finds herself in this weird government building mm-hmm. out of nowhere, and you end up becoming the director of it because you get chosen to by the giant inverted black pyramid that runs it
0: (laughs) oh okay all right following you so far
1: it's very wild and and cool like that and it tells a story like in through multiple different ways you you pick up text like written stuff that you can read you pick up audio diaries you pick up live action like video stuff live
0: action really yeah
1: that's not bad if you can believe that it's wow good that's even stuff. more
0: unbelievable wow okay
1: <laughs> it's by uh remedy the people who did the original two max Payne games mm-hmm. and uh, alan wake and quantum break and it's very much in the same vein as of those games gameplay wise okay like you can see their style kind of mold into this game over time. I
0: actually heard there's a Easter egg for Alan Wake somewhere. Yeah. In it, right?
1: I haven't gotten to it if there is, but like this takes place in the same universe as Alan Wake does.
0: Gotcha, yeah.
1: But uh if if you like weird story based third person shooters, like this is this is primo stuff. Like I haven't put that much time into it yet, I don't think, but but I'm already stoked on it. The art direction is very cool too. Like the the design of this building is very like brutalist and okay, yeah. Just everything looks really cool.
0: Oh, nice,
1: excellent. So yeah, check out Control. Don't sleep on it, like I did. <laughs> <laughs> Although to be fair, a lot of really good games came out all at the same time there. Yeah, it was the end of the year. Mm-hmm. But this is a good one. Cool. I, I got it through Gamefly. I had it and the new Star Wars on my list. Uh, the Star Wars was higher on the list, and they were both the same availability, but they sent me this one. Oh, weird. Which is weird, but... But
0: hey, it looks, sounds like it turned out, though. Yeah, I, th-
1: I think I probably will like this more than I would that Star Wars game that's just supposed to be fine.
0: Dar- Dark Souls, but Star
1: Wars. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I saw a review of that Star Wars game by... Uh, have you ever seen Girlfriend Reviews? I've heard the name, I tried watching one of
0: their streams, and maybe it was just the mood I was in that night, but it didn't grab me.
1: Oh, I've, I've never watched their streams, but their, video, their YouTube videos are very funny. Mm-hmm. And uh, they did one on the Star Wars game that made a good point about how it's just a passable game, and we shouldn't all lose our minds just because they made a Star Wars game that was not bad. Ah, yeah. Because they used to make Star Wars games that were not bad all the time. Right. (laughs) Remember remember Han Solo dancing? Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nothing bad about that. No. (laughs) Darn it, Mm. if we
1: didn't already have a song picked out for this episode,
0: that would have been been a good one. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe we'll surprise the folks at the halfway point. We haven't said what we're playing yet. Okay, so the thing I checked out this week, the major thing was I went and saw Knives Out, the new Ryan Johnson murder mystery movie.
1: Every Star Wars fan's favorite guy, Ryan Johnson. <laughs> you know what? He did an excellent
0: job with this film. Knives Out is fantastic, and it shows that this is the style of movie that the guy should really be making. He's not exactly suited for high action space fantasy. He kind of needs a universe where he is not beholden to Corporate Masters. Yeah, yeah, corporate masters and thirty years worth or or more worth of continuity and a rabid fan base that will meticulously pick apart every single aspect of your film where this he was able to kind of come in and create all of his characters, whole cloth, come up with an original story. I can't get into the plot of the movie too much. There is a murder. Christopher Plummer is a crime and mystery novelist who is murdered in his home one night and everyone is a su- suspect and all of his kids are like they're just the worst people like and like this cast the well for one the cast is phenomenal like Jamie Lee Curtis is in there Michael Shannon is great and actually has a fairly large part they have Don Johnson <laughs> is in it and is really good. But they follow, um, oh, I can't think of the actress's name. Uh, Her character's name is Marta. She was Christopher Plummer's uh, nurse. Uh, And the movie really follows her, and it follows Daniel Craig's detective, like, southern Louisiana, like, over-the-tops, bayou, like, (laughs) southern drow. And I'm here to solve the mystery. It sounds like I'm doing like an exaggerated impression of Daniel Craig. No, that's how he sounds in this movie. (laughs) Perfect. Chris Evans is fantastic in this. The movie has a a significant amount of twists and turns throughout the entire thing, which is interesting because the mystery is kind of solved about 40 minutes in. (laughs) But like it keeps going after that and it keeps twisting further and further. A lot of people have compared it to Clue, the classic...
1: Uh, Tim Curry. Okay, yeah, now I really want to see it.
0: (laughs) And it absolutely is. Like, it doesn't have that gimmick of the multiple endings like Clue, but it is especially the end with Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig has, like, a 10-minute long monologue at the end, it feels like. (laughs) And it is just, it is almost exactly like Tim Curry's, I was over here, and you went over there, and this (laughs) did that, and this is back and forth. And it's, I can't. I can't say enough good things about this film. It is phenomenal. It might be my favorite of the year. It might be my best of the year, honestly. And this was a pretty good year for movies. Haven't seen Star Wars yet. Don't know. But, like, right now, Knives Out is, like, leaps and bounds above...
1: from everything the, else from the look of initial impressions knives out probably still will be your favorite movie of the year after star wars but we'll, I, see. we'll, see. we'll see i'm going
0: to reserve judgment <laughs> until until i actually see star wars i know what reviewers are saying and we'll probably talk a little bit about that in the second half yeah. of the show cuz we're going to do some star wars predictions cuz at the time of recording this it hasn't come out yet by the time you're hearing it it has been so but you,
1: so you'll know, and we won't, and it'll be fun for you. I w- I hope. Yeah, I, I hope so.
0: I hope so. I would like. Although to that's think, how I feel about every show that we do. Hope, I, I hope it's fun. Hopefully, this is fun for someone. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, Knives Out. If you get a chance, don't don't wait on this. Go see it in theaters. It's the the filmmaking. There's a lot of really interesting shots. I guess a lot of that's a lot of close ups of faces. There's a lot of really neatly framed like things. it's it's interesting in that the main character the the guy who was murdered is a uh, mystery novelist and Daniel Craig's character is like a Perot or like an over the top like he feels like a character that there have been 10 or 15 books already <laughs> about this this amazing detective. And this is just one of the stories in it. But despite that, he is secondary to the... um, Her, God, her, her name is Anna to something. I, if only there was some kind of internet, I can look up yeah. the name of the actress. But uh, it's it really follows those two characters. And Chris Evans, to an extent. But going, saying any more about it, I'm going to start spoiling things. And this is a movie you don't want to get spoiled on. You want to go in...
1: Ana de Armas?
0: That's, yep, that's it. Yeah, that's it. And, but she's fantastic. Go see it. It's great. The other thing I checked out, we've talked about it for the last couple weeks, the uh, Shovel Knight, the final expansion pack came out uh, with King Knight, uh, King of Cards, and the Shovel Knight showdown. So I've been playing it, it
1: sounds like your opinion is going to be wildly different from my own. I believe it is. <laughs>
0: yeah, so I've been playing a lot of both of it and Sho- uh, Shovel Knight showdown is phenomenal.
1: I still haven't played it.
0: I love it. I've been playing it. I've been playing a lot of that. It is it is interesting that it is a twist on the Smash Brothers kind of arena fighter style like there's not as many moves but like it has some quality of life stuff that i wish they would have added to uh smash brothers ultimate actually i wish there was a collect the gems to win mode in smash brothers ultimate because a a lot of the the main two modes in that game is either knock people out knock their stock down to zero you know not you know kill them enough times stamina mode stamina mode yeah or Uh, randomly throughout the match, different gems pop up on the screen and you collect them to, and once you get like a a set number, you win. And when you defeat an opponent, it'll spit out one of their gems for you to collect. And that is so much fun. (laughs) Uh, I've gone through, it's, it's great. And I wish Smash Brothers had it. I've gone through and I've done the story mode on every character, unlocked every character. I'm almost done unlocking all of the stages. There is so many stages, so many different (laughs) characters. Like, some of the best characters, the ones I love to play, are like the guest characters, the ones that aren't like the main cast. Like, the Baz is phenomenal. (laughs) Mr. Hatton does a stance change. He switches between a magic user and a sword user. Like, and this is a game that has like, each character has maybe three or four attacks total. And this guy has like real depth to his moveset. It's phenomenal. I love it. King Knight, on the other hand, <laughs> I am still super on the fence about. So the Shovel Knight pack, you know, it has four, four or five different games with it. And if you remember, I've been uh, when I talked about the Plague Knight, the, sec- the first expansion pack, I said I love the characters, but I don't care for the gameplay. And when I talked about Specter Knight, I loved. his movement and gameplay but could care less about what was going on in the story king knight is like the worst of both worlds (laughs) i don't like how he moves and the most fun i have is when anyone else anyone other than king knight is on screen (laughs) i don't care about that character at all
1: i think he's hilarious i i just
0: I I can't stand him.
1: He's just so full of himself for no good reason. There's zero.
0: Oh yeah, no, I understand. No, I understand the conceit of him, but like,
1: dude still lives with his mom. Yeah, like literally, you go back to his house with, and his mom cooks you food. Yeah, (laughs) but
0: like, some of the best interactions is when he is talking and reacting to other people on the airship. Yeah, like, have you gotten? What point are you in it?
1: Oh, I don't remember.
0: Okay, have you gotten past the first level? Are you to the second, the second screen?
1: Ha- the second screen on the map, yeah.
0: Okay, so there are a lot of interplays between um, the King uh, King Pridemore and King Knight's mom. like, <laughs> And his reactions are like, no, no, stop, this is gross. Stop it, stop it, <laughs> stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Yeah, so there's a lot of that. Some of the, again, a lot of interactions and stuff are just phenomenal. It seems like Baz... Speaking of, you know, the guest characters, his whole thing was, if I defeat you, I will take your place. He got that idea from King Knight <laughs> because King Knight was like,
1: oh, yeah, cause, yeah,
0: yeah, it's like I because he's going around trying to beat people to call himself the king of cards and Baz is like, you can you could do that. You could just beat someone and then take their title. <laughs> uh, it's I'm almost done with it. And I mean, I'm having fun, but I think it is the least fun I'm having with any of the any of them.
1: I like the way he moves just because it's so different than anything I've ever played before. Like, it's a really unique platformer movement style.
0: Yeah. The second half of his movement is unique. The first half is just Wario's shoulder back.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But then it turns into a spinning jump after you hit something.
0: Yeah. And like, I'm finding I'm not using like any of his power ups. At all. Oh, but the bubble is so good. I see. I don't, I haven't used the bubble. I, I use the uh, run across the screen slashing to get over large gaps every now and then. But other than that. I don't think that, I have that one. Yeah. Like there's,
1: the bubble one that traps you in a bubble will let you dash, like clear across the screen a lot of times.
0: Oh, well. Yeah, no, I <laughs> haven't done that. It's And I have neglected from talking about the second half of the King Knight thing is Joustis. it's this justice this fake made up card game that they created for this game that I absolutely hate with every fiber of my being I cannot stand playing justice and to 100% it you have to be the best and I hate it it's <laughs> it makes me angry and it makes and I it makes me want to put the game down and not pick it back up I hate justice I hate it so much
1: I think it's fine in small doses like, the three Joustis, uh games you have to play per joustus area mm-hmm. is too much. Yes. I can do maybe one or two, and it's like, no, I I kind of want to go jump on things now. <laughs> yeah.
0: I have found that I need to spend all of my money on cheat cards <laughs> because I can't beat them without them.
1: I hate Joustis so much. It helps if you put, you know, the good cards into your deck. But then, if you still lose, then you could lose the good cards. That's really why sucks. I don't. That's <laughs> why
0: I don't put the good cards in my deck because I don't want to.
1: But then you can't win because you don't have any good cards.
0: But if I, but I'm going to lose anyways, so why should I waste my good cards? <laughs> you
1: can buy the cards back. Oh, from I know, Chester. and
0: that's and that also sucks. <laughs> I just ah, I just, I just don't know. It's, it's a shame. Like if if I liked his platformer stuff more, I would give it more of a pass but you have a game mode that I hate and a game mode that I am just okay with. (laughs) And that is equaling out to about a 30 to 35% thumbs up for me, which is just barely a thumb sideways. (laughs) I don't know. I just, I'm, I am glad that it was a free DLC. I do not besmirch yacht club, you know, putting out so much extra stuff. They could have stopped at any point really,
1: actually they couldn't cuz it, well, st- it was a uh, stretch goal that's right was it a was a, it was a kickstarter stretch goal they had made themselves obligated to do this <laughs> yeah and i don't know
0: maybe that's part of the reason why i don't like it as much maybe they kind of were like we're we're kind of done with shovel knight now <laughs> let's 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 just put this one out let's not sand, sand off the edges i mean it looks beautiful it looks really good so so no complaints there but like i just i don't know I could see myself going back and doing new game plus on Specter Knight or even Plague Knight I, as soon as I am done with King. I, I am done and I'm <laughs> never going to look at that mode again. I guarantee it. Wow, that was incredibly negative, and I'm I I have not gotten that negative about a thing on this yeah. show in a very long time.
1: Well, I like it, and I think Joustus is okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I am willing to be wrong on this. That's fine. If I'm I, I'm okay with being on the wrong side of history on <laughs> King Knight and Justice. I haven't
1: read anything about it, so I don't know what the consensus is. And yeah. I also hate the fact that we live in this world where there's a consensus on what is good and what isn't. Well, that's the thing. There shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, there and shouldn't be. People, people should be able to decide and be allowed to like whatever they want. And. And you can,
0: you just don't look at the internet. That's, that's, that's the answer. Like, and we're going to, and again, we're going to get into it with star Wars predictions and talking about it right now. Early reviews are saying that it's not doing so hot.
1: I don't think it's outward. No one has outwardly said it's bad.
0: They're just not saying it's, they're saying it's not amazing. Yeah. But, and we've talked off, off mic about this. Star Wars is in a unique position where you know, let's just go ahead and talk about it now. Star Wars is going is in a unique position where it is too big to succeed.
1: <laughs> it's the opposite of too big to fail.
0: Yeah, like <laughs> in order to make people happy and in order for people, you know, the majority, you know, everyone to enjoy it, it's going to have to go in so many different directions and be like do things that diametrically oppose each other within the same movie. Like it's got to do everything for everyone, and nothing can do that. So it's going to, With by the default, not
1: being the Mandalorian. Apparently,
0: people love Baby Yoda. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Everybody loves Mandalorian. Well, I've seen a couple negatives on Mandalorian, but, but those, those are
0: just contrarians. Yeah, uh, Mandalorian's really good, but people also are a little more lenient on that because it's not the movie. It's not in the main line. It's not. The Force, well, sure. I mean, it is the Force, but it's not like Luke Skywalker Force yeah. and stuff like that. This, these are all new characters. It's a story told within Star Wars. It's not the... It's not the Star Quote, War. unquote, the <laughs> Star War. So I think people are willing to give it more of a pass, but like the mainline movies... And even like the spin off movies like Solo and Rogue One, I really enjoyed Rogue One. Apparently, I'm in the minority oh, of yeah, that. Yeah, I
1: loved Rogue One. Yeah,
0: but to hear people talk about it on on
1: internet, we are the minority on that. People seem to not like it. Before Mandalorian came out, Rogue One was my favorite new Star Wars thing they had done.
0: Yeah. See, I, li- I like the new trilogy. I. I I didn't have a problem with Force Awakens.
1: Yeah, I didn't either. It I was, like it. it was I think fine. It's
0: fine. I think there were some issues. And if you want to go back and find our episode from two years ago yeah. uh, where we talked about it, I think the, the casino planet was probably the weakest point of that movie. But overall, it was good.
1: Yeah. it was. I liked. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but like Star Wars. I,
1: I like that it was able to be brave and do things different.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But. And there's there's a a chunk of people who like different, but either it wasn't different enough or it wasn't same enough. (laughs) And you can't do both in the same movie. So no one's, because they can't make anyone happy, no one's going to be happy. So I'm going to go into Star Wars with an open mind. I'm not going to let internet reviews sway me one way or the other. That's the, the best way to do it.
1: I, i'm gonna go in expecting the worst and hoping for the best
0: that's i you know and that's and that's a valid way to go in i i just i don't know you and can like
1: you that way you can only be impressed that's right yeah
0: yeah i guess at the very least you could be like well this is what i thought yeah
1: okay yeah.
0: i guess you can't be disappointed conscious
1: yeah. optimism oh yes yes because I don't want it to be bad. Oh, no. I don't want a bad Star War. Although war is bad. War is bad. <laughs> Star is good. Star is good. That is our official review of the new Star Wars. War <laughs> is bad. Star is good.
0: Yeah. I also <laughs> like that we, throughout this conversation, we have been calling it the singular Star War, the almost, the, almost exclusively, and I kind of love it. <laughs>
1: I've done it so often, it's just the way I say it now. Yeah,
0: yeah. I know I got that from Arrested Development. Go
1: see a Star Wars. Here's $2, (laughs) go see a Star (laughs) War.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. All right, well, hey, do you have any other uh, check-em-outs? We have a couple minutes here.
1: I could talk about Final Fantasy VII, I guess. You did jump back into Final Fantasy VII. Oh, yeah, okay. After, like, how long? Months? yeah. I sent him a text. What did it say? Tifa. I don't. No, it was. I don't know where I'm at. I, my, all my material is gone, and Tifa just power a giant turtle. Awesome. <laughs> and from there, I was able to go. Oh, you're in Wu-Tai? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that sounds about yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. first I went. Is Cloud in the wheelchair? And you were like, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then I sent you a picture of the, the 3D model in the wheelchair with the sad face. <laughs> I had no idea. And I'm like, oh no, you're in Wu Tai, <laughs> but you uh. you've seen the moment. Oh yeah. The big moment. Mm-hmm. Very sad. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Bet it came
0: as a shock, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah.
1: I was completely shocked.
0: Yeah. Hey, spoilers. You know. Yeah. yeah. For this, what? Is it twenty years old? Oh now? probably no, yeah. yeah oh God <laughs> but no uh, are you are you enjoying oh, yeah jump back into it okay, good
1: it's really good there's a there's a reason people like it I think <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i I don't think it is overrated. I think it gets all the praise it deserves it,
0: I was just gonna say I think it is one of the rare instances where it is exactly rated. it is not overrated yeah. or underrated. <laughs> it is just rated
1: i I think there's definitely some dungeons that are not great. Sure. Oh, yeah. If I have to complain about something, it'd be just the maps and having to navigate them. I have the worst time trying to navigate. Oh, oh sure. The world map is is hot garbage. It's
0: not great. It's, it's
1: yeah. not designed in such a way where any part of it is memorable. Mm-hmm. You can't look at a screenshot of any mm-hmm. part of the world map and be like, oh, you're here. It all just looks like green lumps.
0: And that's always been a problem with the Final Fantasy mm-hmm. games. I know 6, I could not... I had the same issue with six, like trying to find different spots, but uh, yeah. The only
1: game that doesn't get me like that is Dragon Quest. I don't know why it is. I don't know if they just pick really memorable continent shapes or what, but I don't get lost in Dragon
0: Quest. You know, that could be, or it might be, I guess, I guess later Dragon Quest games, you could spin the the camera around, but like the early ones, that's pretty much locked in one position. That's true. That has a lot to do with it. And it's, Oh, yeah, it's it's easier to get turned around when all of a sudden you're, you're turning one way and the camera's spinning the other, and all of a sudden everything looks the same. That's why yeah.
1: Pokemon spent so long without having a movable camera.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: and still doesn't in certain areas. It,
0: right, in the majority of it. Yeah. Still playing Pokemon. Slowed down on it. So considerably,
1: still haven't, playing it. Haven't touched it. Really, <laughs> still haven't beat Leon. Uh. Maybe never will. I don't know. <laughs> Leon, you win. Yeah, you win. He's still the
0: champion in my game. You know what? You spent an awful lot of money on all those capes, capes, and snapback ball caps. Yeah. You deserve this one. You bud. can, you can have this
1: one, bud. Yeah. <laughs> I never finished sun and moon either i made it to that island that doesn't have anything on it yeah and then i just kind of lost interest well the
0: island that has nothing on it except for like one trainer it feels like you're done
1: yeah.
0: it's like it's like you, enough. you know the programmers were done with it so why should i press on yeah. any further
1: game freak doesn't want to put any more effort into it i don't either yeah.
0: everyone collectively gave up yeah. Big give-ups.
1: And you know what? I still
0: like the game. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is It is a perfectly adequate three-quarters of a game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh.
1: It even did some cool story stuff with that foundation. What was the Aether Foundation or something? Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. pretty
0: pretty it interesting. Had, it
1: had a more coherent plot than Sword and Shield does.
0: Yeah. Although, without getting past that last island, you never saw like the the end goal of of the aether validation and it is dumb (laughs) there's a person who gets absorbed by a pokemon and they kind of turn into a human pokemon hybrid they get norted (laughs) they get norted yeah well okay so that one that's like a jellyfish looking thing it sits on top of the evil lady from the aether foundation and then you fight that (laughs) wow yeah it's it's that's like weird. A, it's like a Final Fantasy boss. That's
1: weird, and I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah. See,
0: and that's a th- that's the thing. Like the the I forget what the it's like the dark dimension or the beast mode or whatever it was. Uh,
1: it's just like an alternate universe. Yeah, right? yeah.
0: I liked that. I liked that. It's like this weird universe where all these weirdo Pokemon that they make no sense at all, and th- they were
1: specifically designed to look unearthly.
0: Yes. Yeah, I like that, like the one that's just a bunch of like electric cords, like its hands and feet are like plugs <laughs> and like, yeah,
1: not uh, like sword and shield where it's like, oh, there's this other company and they're here and they're bad, I guess. And and Rose wants to do something that's bad, but it's I, not clear,
0: I guess. Here's this dragon that just looks like a bunch of ribs. Yeah,
1: here's a really pointy centipede dragon.
0: Yeah. And when you catch him, you can't make him big even though he had a big form when you fought him the first time it just doesn't <laughs> happen anymore oops a daisy
1: i hate how the gigantamax works you can't you can't use it unless you catch him in a in that special location mm-hmm. and so, you can't
0: use him unless you you can't Gigantamax him unless you have a special location
1: it's half baked is what it is
0: yeah <laughs> i wish they would have just brought back the uh um uh, special evolution what is it called
1: oh what was that called when they turned into a special it's, it's
0: not the z move it's the z moves were cool z moves were really cool <laughs> but like it was the um,
1: is it mega no. mega, evolve. mega
0: evolve mega evolve that's what it was like the you know once you know once per battle yeah. you know and it reverts at the end i'd like to evolve I, Digi- I think yeah. it
1: was called Digivolve. yeah 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 <laughs> All right. Well, hey, let's go ahead and take a break
0: here. And when we get back, we'll talk about some news. Nerd Overload is a show produced under the umbrella of a nonprofit organization, Marion Community Radio WZMO. To help with our fundraising, we have become a member of Patreon. What is Patreon? Patreon exists because when creators are paid, they can create more amazing things, things that inspire us, teach us, challenge us, things that make us laugh. Patreon is a membership platform that makes it really easy for creators to get paid. We're using the idea of patronage, which is actually a really old idea. Exactly, Jack. If it weren't for patrons, we wouldn't have Romeo and Juliet or Mona Lisa, Mozart, Shakespeare, Da Vinci. They all had patrons. What can I do to help Nerd Overload? Patrons set a monthly subscription-style payment for the level of membership they want. Where do I go? Thousands of creators and creative teams are using Patreon to run their business their way. So if you're a professional creator, start a page and give your fans the opportunity to become patrons. Patreon.com slash NerdOverload now.
2: Froggy Fresh, hey Money Maker Mac, a Christmas song. First thing on my list, go figure It's a brand new John Cena action figure Second thing on my list, guess what? It's a really cute girl with a really cute butt Mike said, Froggy Fresh, hold up Mom said you're not allowed to touch a girl's butt until you're grown up That's right, I forgot about that rule Not allowed to touch butts until you graduate from school But that's alright, cause third on my list Is a brand new John Cena watch for my wrist now we're moving on to item number 4 it's a brand new John Cena poster from my door check check it out y'all item number 5 is a brand new John Cena car that I can drive well I can't really drive it cuz it's too small but I could if I was maybe like this tall christmas! christmas! come check out my wish list. have I been a good boy thats none of your business I just want some good toys can i get a witness got all of my homies yelling christmas! 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 Christmas. come check out my wish list have I been a good boy thats none of your business I just want some good toys can i get a witness got all of my homies yelling christmas, christmas! item number six on my list is on lock gotta get that super hot john cena lunch box so tough the thing is made of steel no more using brown paper bags for my meal item number seven is like a bite of heaven i could probably eat like 10 or 11. checked up in my stocking and guess what i found me a brand new box of betty cracker fudge brownies item number eight player don't hate it's probably the best toy in the whole state an item so hot it could make the snow melt it's a brand new john cena SLM belt now i gotta think about what i want from grandma How about a brand new pair of John pajamas? And one more thing I want, even though I already have it, is the best CD of all time, Elmatic. Christmas, Christmas, come check out my wish list. Have I been a good boy? That's none of your business. I just want some good toys. Can I get a witness? Got all of my homies yelling Christmas, 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 come check out my wish list. Have I been a good boy? That's none of your business. I just want some good toys. Can I get a witness? Got all of my homies yelling Christmas, Christmas.
1: Hey, Froggy Freshmas, everyone. <laughs> that was, was it called Christmas List by Froggy Fresh? Christmas List, yeah, Froggy Fresh. A classic we play every year. Featuring Moneymaker Mike. Yeah, oh, yeah. Did you
0: hear him? <laughs> Did you hear him in the song? He was there. Uh, yeah, we we almost played something from the uh, Star Wars Holiday Special,
1: but... Then we realized it was all terrible. Yeah, we <laughs> we tried listening to the B Arthur song. And no, no no thanks
0: no we won't do that to you so hey let's go ahead and get into a little bit of news the big news was the video game awards happened last week <laughs> the keelys yeah the keelys yeah <laughs> jeff keely's video game awards starring jeff keely featuring hideo kojima <laughs> fe- featuring his best friend hideo kojima did i mention jeff keely was there
1: <laughs> the first the person he called out was Kojima. Like as and soon they were as he went, sitting on the stage. front and center. Yeah. Okay.
0: So should before we get into like the meat and potatoes of the Game Awards, should we explain to the list to maybe listeners that
1: haven't ever seen the Game Awards or heard of it? Why? What's the joke? First of all, if they haven't seen or heard of it, they should consider themselves very lucky.
0: Yes. <laughs> so it was started five years ago by. Was he a game reporter? Yeah,
1: he's some kind of game journalist. Yeah, a
0: guy named Jeff Keely who put this thing together. I think he did it originally for Spike TV. Yeah, but now it's all done streaming on Twitch, and it is like which if,
1: is what which Jeff Keely probably tells himself is better than being on. TV. Sure,
0: yeah, it <laughs> it is a
1: joke. It is
0: an excuse. To have trailers for new games run for three hours, and this uh, former games journalist pat himself on the back, and also be completely disinterested while while introducing guests, while waiting to get to the people that he really wants to talk to, because he wants to make new friends with hot celebrities like Green Day and Hideo Kojima. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he he used to be on the Game Trailers TV show and the G4tv.com show for G4.
0: Oh wow. Okay, that's even worse than Spike TV. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Um so the Game Awards is basically if the Oscars mattered less than the Oscars actually matter <laughs> currently. It's it's like they took the, it's like every and everybody in the crowd knows that the award sucks and nothing matters. Like they understand they're in on the joke. They know that this doesn't matter. It's like, you know how when you watch the Academy Awards and like everyone, like everyone's making jokes at each other, and like, especially when uh, Amy Poehler and uh, Tina Fey hosted it that one year, and like no one was taking it seriously. Everyone was about half drunk because it, it, who cares? It, whatever. It's like that. But instead of everyone going, oh, who cares? Whatever. The main guy who created it is like, no, seriously, you guys, this is a big deal. <laughs> no, seriously, seriously, See, we have musical is, guests, we have churches, churches, and grimes, is, and my best
1: friend's Green Day. This is this is video game Oscars, and and unfortunately, it is the closest thing it there is, is to that. But also, who cares? Yeah,
0: <laughs> like people will watch movies because they want an Oscar. Very, I would say single digit people will play a game solely because it won a video game award. I mean, single digit ever. <laughs> and again, it's basically an excuse to play a bunch of trailers like for games that are going to come out between now and E3. Yeah.
1: And they're more excited to tell you about these trailers than they are to do the actual awards. Oh,
0: yeah. They'll gloss over like three or four awards just, you know, within about a two-minute stretch and then play ten minutes of trailers. Yeah, of commercials,
1: Of basically. commercials. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we're not really going to talk about the awards too much. I mean, we could talk about a couple of the, the big winners, which aren't really big winners. <laughs>
1: well, Disco Elysium took home a lot of awards, and, and it deserved it. Yeah, and it's a it's a cool indie RPG yeah. thing.
0: Yeah, it's cool to see indie games, you know, win the smaller guys win awards. That's always kind of neat. Smash Brothers won Best Fighting Game, which is fine. Yeah, that's
1: that's good pick. I'm I'm not upset by it.
0: I'm not upset by that. I wish I wish all the other fighting games were a little better. Not saying that Smash Brothers is bad and doesn't deserve it it does but i wish they had a little bit of competition this year because street fighter 5 kind of sucks and mortal 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 Kombat Kombat kind of sucks (laughs) and tekken tekken's really good but no one cares because it's tekken
1: and like
0: yeah. Apparently,
1: um Michelle Rodriguez cares but not enough to pronounce the name of the game, right? The,
0: she the, yeah, she and <laughs> she and Vin Diesel play a lot of Tekken. Tekken fighting. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to uh we'll get to uh Stars of Fast and the Furious Michelle Rodriguez and Vin Diesel here in a moment. But like, okay, so the game of the year was given to a game called Sekiro. Did we ever talk about Sekiro on the yes, show? Yes, I did. Cuz
1: okay. I I tried to play it. Yeah. And what did you think? <laughs> it was a Dark Souls game and as much as I try to like those and always give them a shot, I always leave, you know, having a bad time. Sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and like when it comes to like those type of games, it almost Sekiro from what I've heard is like the lesser of those style of games. And yeah, like, and it's
1: the one I stuck with the longest, so. <laughs>
0: yeah. So it it very much felt like they gave uh, God, who is it? Who does um, Sekiro from, 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 software. from Software? It feels like they gave From Software this award because they should have given it for Bloodborne a few years ago. It's the Meryl Streep Award for, hey, this is a thing that we should have given you four years ago. So this is consolation prize. So you can say that, hey, we won an award. So that kind of was a bummer.
1: It was, it was kind of a safe choice, but not too safe yeah. type of situation.
0: Yeah. Like a couple of the other things I know, um, the family-friendly game was everything nominated was Nintendo, and it, and Luigi's Mansion Three won,
1: which is cool, which is deservedly so. I think it was my favorite one out of the out of the nominees.
0: Yeah, uh, they gave a, an exorbitant amount of awards to streamers and online. Gaming personalities. Oh, my
1: favorite is when they would they would list a bunch of oh, yes. uh, esports people it's just in like a row. You had an aneurysm. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, just... am I having a stroke? Oh, yes. It's like potato, screwball, clonky, and chunk boy. <laughs> oh no, no, and you forgot
0: and Bailey <laughs> yeah. because the one the one woman that was on the list just used her own name. Yeah. No, doesn't have a stupid like goofy like whatever name. I wish. And I I looked this up afterwards. Um, One of the streamers that was nominated is a online Fortnite player named Echo. And I wish she would have won because she is completely deaf. And I think that's kind of neat. That
1: that would have been good representation. That would have been very
0: good representation. But she didn't. Instead, they gave it to, like, whoever the ninja of this year is. (laughs)
1: Yeah, this year's ninja. This
0: year's ninja. It's
1: like Booger or something. Boogers. Whatever. (laughs) Boogers. Chonko. banana Di- boy banana. Dip, dip
0: switch yeah. that's going to be my online streamer name <laughs> click a
1: 360
0: hey guys it's your boy dip switch
1: <laughs> coming at you with
0: fortnite strats and minecraft videos <laughs> uh, but be careful I might have to, I might get delisted on the youtube if I put
1: those up yeah. and you don't want to have a heated gamer moment oh yeah no okay, that, would, that
0: would be embarrassing <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so let's go ahead and get at some of these. Don't um, film
1: any bathrooms, either. <laughs> oh, God. Because oh. that'll get you a TV deal. Guys, uh. I think gaming might be a mistake. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. Yeah. At least uh, recording other people doing it. Yeah,
0: I think so. <laughs> so let's talk about some of these trailers.
1: Video games are meant to be played in a basement alone. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh,
0: so yeah, let's talk about a couple of the, the trailers, some of the big ones. We're not going to talk about all of them because let's... This year, even for the Game Awards, even being what it is, it was pretty boring. It was a lackluster oh, year yeah. for a lackluster awards show.
1: About halfway through it, I'm like, is this it? Can I stop watching? Like, I regret. I regretted it afterwards.
0: See, I was watching it on another person's stream. The The benefit of having the show being only on Twitch is that other people can stream it and do like a Mystery Science Theater style like live reaction to it because it's not like a copywritten thing so that is like the only way i was able to get through it this year <laughs> but yeah let's talk about some of these trailers uh i got and announcements i guess the the really big one is the xbox series x the next generation for the microsoft xbox congratulations they invented the pc tower
1: yeah it, j- the it thing that's been around
0: for th- 40 years it
1: literally just looks like a pc tower
0: yeah I don't know how people are going to fit it into their uh, TV stands. Yeah, honestly, because so many uh, game systems are have like the VCR DVD player like form factor, and this one is just a computer tower. I don't know how it's going to work. I I don't know. Also, the Series X is a dumb name. Oh yeah, but they've always had a dumb name. Oh yeah, like the Xbox One. (laughs) Yeah, that was bad. Or as it was uh, abbreviated, the XBone or Xbox
1: One X. The Xbonks. Xbonks. Uh, so you this know what? one I'm, gonna, I'm probably gonna buy this yeah <laughs> well actually they've said they want you to just call it xbox
0: like the first xbox
1: like like the whole brand is just just call it xbox oh uh, whatever don't get hung up on which one you have it's all just xbox which that's fine
0: that's fine it's like when your grandma goes and says
1: hey are you playing the nintendo yeah <laughs> <laughs> well it's it's like an like an ipad yeah there's a bunch of different ones but you just say hey hand me that
0: ipad i just wish the xbox wasn't such a clunky and dumb name to begin with yeah Yeah, it's a terrible name okay so games nintendo is putting out bravely default 2 which i thought already existed that was bravely second yeah which was the
1: direct follow-up to bravely default
0: so it's bravely default 2 the third in the series
1: no it's the second (laughs) it's a different game (laughs) It's like how Final Fantasy is each a different story. Oh, so this, this is this one a, is a whole new story.
0: So this is a Final Fantasy X and X two. Yeah, bravely, situation. bravely
1: second was the X two to bravely default. Okay, which I know is not at all confusing. <laughs> it's a whole new game. Yeah, oh. it's like Final Fantasy. which it basically is like to begin with.
0: Yeah, if I remember correctly. I think I said some pretty negative things yeah. about Bravely Default. You, were, you were pretty hard on Bravely Default. Yeah. Yeah. Which is rare because I usually like uh, uh, JRPGs, but like
1: something about Bravely Default rubbed me the wrong way. Maybe I'll maybe I like this one. I <laughs> don't know. I, I liked it at the time, but I also didn't really get, ever get that far into it, so maybe you were right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it had uh, good character designs, though, and this looks like it's going to follow in that Yeah apartment. Yeah.
0: that'll be yeah yeah i mean i'll give it a shot if it's not you know super super pricey i'll give oh, it a shot it's gonna shout. be 60 eh, probably <laughs> pick, pick something else on there
1: uh well the first game they announced for the xbox series x was uh hellblade 2 setsuna's saga which is a sequel to hellblade setsuna's it's not setsuna is it is that right
0: i mean there's a senua? game called senua is, senua the...
1: is what. There's a game called I Am Setsuna. I Am Setsuna that I'm getting get confused yeah. with. Sinewas sacrifice.
0: Okay, what's what's
1: it about? Uh, uh,
0: what was the first one about? Like the character had like schizophrenia or something yeah. like that, right? And the whole deal was it was like the uh, audio was like uh, was a bio oral or something like that. Whereas like surround sound, you'll hear stuff from all different angles, and it's supposed to like yeah uh, mimic like hearing voice like hearing voices. In your head or something like that if you're wearing headphones or something. And the the
1: time period is set in like the Viking Viking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That kinda
0: Oh god. We're we're doing a bad job yeah. explaining this one, but the trailer was kinda neat. That was a lot of chanting and like it was intense. like
1: Intense. <laughs> very intense. That's a very good way of putting it. Yeah.
0: Uh what's this Ghost of Sashima?
1: It's a samurai game for the PlayStation Four
0: is it just me or was this boring? <laughs> it
1: looks pretty boring. Yeah. We talked about it a little last week because it was at the end of the state of play. Yeah. And this didn't sell me on it anymore. No. I do No. The first E3 tw- uh, trailer they had was pretty cool, but this looks kind of generic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't, wasn't great. Uh, so I guess League of Legends, which is a big franchise of those MOBA, I think is what they're called. <laughs> yeah, that oh style. God, we
1: we're like confused like people. I
0: don't know what a MOBA is. <laughs> But like, apparently they're doing a bunch of spinoff games, including a, a JRPG and some kind of other
1: time travel related thing, game. time travel I thing. Don't I don't like League of Legends. I don't,
0: I don't know what it is. I so. don't like
1: MOBAs. They are, they're not
0: fun. <laughs> yeah. They don't seem fun to me either. So Wolf Among Us 2 is a game that I wasn't expecting to see, mostly because the studio of that game like closed. Yeah. They filed for bankruptcy and and basically just disappeared. Yeah. So from what I understand, what happened was a lot of the uh, artists and writers and stuff from Telltale went off and formed their own company and are now being contracted out to make this because they still because
1: that's not what I, I heard. that's
0: that's what I was I I heard under the impression heard that's what it was
1: somebody bought the rights to Telltale
0: they bought the rights to Telltale but they're contracting
1: catalog, they offered to contract out people that work for that worked for telltale to work on this but oh I don't that's know, what it was okay i don't know if they actually have contracted anyone or
0: not okay because that if they had contracted it that would be I, that would be really suspect because like i don't like the idea of having an employee get laid off because of bankruptcy and then be on a contract basis where they have even less yeah. like you know employee rights basically you're doing the same work for less Job security and that kind of sucks.
1: This announcement I got really excited about, and then I thought about it, and uh-huh. then it just makes me feel weird. Uh huh. Yep. Because, yep. yep. like, it's Telltale in name only. Yeah. And all the people at Telltale got really screwed, and they're getting nothing out of this. Yep. But hey, the game looks fun. Yeah. Yeah. And Wolf Among Us was a great game. Yeah. And... <laughs> um Okay.
0: So, the uh, last couple things we have on here. Um, So there were some embarrassing things that happened during the show. (laughs) Uh, Norman Reedus didn't wear his glasses when he got on stage and couldn't read any of his teleprompter cues. I thought he was drunk. (laughs) Oh, speaking of that, the guy who is in charge of Xbox for Microsoft was inebriated when he was on stage. He was slurring his (laughs) words. That is not a joke. It is actually what happened.
1: Oh, we forgot to talk about there was the best performer award, which is a different kind of cool thing to have. Best performer. Oh, yeah. yeah Mads Mikkelsen Mads won the Mads Mikkelsen thing. won
0: it, which yeah. he probably deserved it. Uh, Tommy Earl Jenkins really should have at least should have gotten a nomination, if not the win, because of the way he performs as Die Hard Man. He's in way more of Death Stranding than Mads Mikkelsen. <laughs> and uh, once you get to the end, you're going to probably agree, I, ho- <laughs> I bet, because he has like a two minute scene that rivals like film performances like it is that good so there were some musical acts because
1: ashley birch was nominated she was nominated and Outer worlds right her character in outer worlds is so good that like i wish she could have won some other award
0: yeah because there was
1: no way she was gonna get this one (laughs) well
0: she'll win something in a couple years it'll be the (laughs) it'll be the uh the securo uh syndrome all over again
1: I I wish the outer outer worlds would have won something, but it.
0: But it's not going to Yeah, it yeah.
1: just wasn't big enough. Yeah, it's a mid-budget game, so it didn't win.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there were musical uh, performances because hey, this is a real awards show. You guys, <laughs> look at our look at all of our musical performances. Uh, Churches did a good job. I like that song that they did for death stranding grimes was weird
1: i yeah i i didn't hate grimes it was mostly commercial for cyberpunk yeah taken in the context
0: that it's supposed to be a weird like super future version of the 80s and you look at it like that i get the song but taken as an isolated thing i hated it oh no i wouldn't listen to that by itself yeah also elon musk was there and he was embarrassing
1: yeah, well, I hate the way that after she was done, the camera they went immediately to him. flashed to it's him. Like, well, He had nothing to do with this and other than he's dating Grimes. And so the minute he tried to
0: stand up to give her a standing ovation, the camera cut away from him so fast, <laughs> just so fast. Green Day was also there, played two songs, and you could tell that Jeff Keighley was—that was the only thing he was excited for. <laughs> like the rest of the show, he was like, "And the winner for the game goes to whatever. <laughs> Let's move on, because Green
1: Day's here." <laughs> And my and buddy like, Reggie Fizomay. Yeah, Reggie's speech was so good. He though. was very good.
0: Yeah, he announced he uh, presented the, uh, the, Indie Award,
1: the Subway Fresh Indie Game Studio <laughs> Award for freshest Indie Game Studio. It's Eat an Fresh. embarrassing
0: award, but like <laughs> it's a the speech that he gave was phenomenal. About you know how everybody in this in this audience they were indie developers at one point. This is a very important aspect of the industry and like. It was really nice.
1: I felt a little, little warmth in my heart. Yeah, and it, then, made, it made me feel good to be an indie game developer. <laughs>
0: yeah, and then it was followed up immediately by Michelle Rodriguez and Vin Diesel being hammered out of their gourd and slurring their way through announcing Fast and Furious crossword cross Crosswords
1: words <laughs>
2: for <right>. ios
0: <laughs> fast and furious crossroads which was also the last announcement for the night which is usually saved for like the big one something that will blow your mind and this was yeah it blew my mind that vin diesel looked so bad
1: <laughs> in that game like the,
0: like the graphics
1: were terrible it looked bad it looked like a mobile game yeah it like, did it looked real bad no it's just like no one wants this, really. No one does. <laughs> I don't even think
0: Fast and Furious fans want this. <laughs> now if it were the Rock and um Grumbly McBritish, what's his name? A Hobbs
1: and Shaw Hobbs game. Hobbs and Shaw yeah. game. I would I would play that. <laughs> you
0: would have been standing and clapping. I, I would I would clap when I see it. <laughs> yeah. All right, well that's the game awards. It was embarrassing and kind of boring, but uh, you know, there were a few little gems in there, I guess.
1: Next next year we got to stream it we oh, got we a live stream
0: watching it. We got to for sure. Okay, so a couple of quick hits here. So there's some new pictures for Bill and Ted face the music, the third Bill and Ted movie, and it looks great.
1: Yeah, it looks so good just from three pictures. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I those three pictures make me not concerned about the film at all. Yeah. Like it's it is nostalgia bait film done right. Yep. I think. Because I mean, that's what it is. As soon
1: as I saw those pictures, I'm like, why can't the new Ghostbusters be yeah. this good looking?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is that weird that we live in a world where a sequel to the Ghostbusters is looks bad, looks not great. And a sequel to Bill and Ted looks like it's going to be contender for top of the year next year. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that is weird. But that's the world we're in right now. <laughs>
0: it's, it, yeah. There's a
1: second He-Man show coming to Netflix. Yeah. The Kevin Smith one apparently is not enough. Because they're also doing a CG one it makes, as well.
0: It makes me wonder if Netflix took a look at the Kevin Smith one and said, "Well, we sunk too much money in, so we can't say no. <laughs> Let's do something else so that we can not ruin the brand."
1: <laughs> it's possible. Yeah, I don't. I don't see where they went. You know who should get for this He-Man thing? Kevin Smith. Do we have room enough? in our hearts for two he-man shows
0: no do we have enough room in our hearts for one he-man show not really see there you go and i
1: like the original he man i like he-man too i think it's
0: hilarious have you ever seen the 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 uh pseudo spin-off sequel to he-man where it was he-man in space no it's terrible (laughs) oh you gotta look some of it up like it took the the animation went from like he-man style animation to brave star style animation and it is like a noticeable step down in quality (laughs) it's kind of mind-boggling it's okay it's like when they tried to bring back space ghost in the 80s and they did like a handful of space ghost shorts and like the animation was like off (laughs) it was like things were just not right okay so last thing here before we get out of here star wars predictions so the new one the rise of skywalker is going to be out by the time people are listening to this what do we think is gonna happen.
1: I think they'll they'll kill off Rose, and there's a fifty percent chance it'll be off screen. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's uh, your. That is very likely. Unfortunately, yeah,
1: and I'm gonna be ticked about it. Yeah, same here.
0: Yeah, i I think they're going to get into Ray's parentage. I don't want them to, but I think it's gonna happen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think they've started bringing the question up again a lot in in media surrounding the movie. Yeah. And I'm just like they answered that though.
0: They said yeah. yeah they like, were just they were just people. So they're There's definitely
1: going to do something with it which is dumb. I mean, I'm going to say it, it's really stupid. Double secret
0: Kenobi. Yeah. Yeah. I, my, my guess is Kenobi.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, you're probably right.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I would say it's either Kenobi or Palpatine, but my money's on Kenobi. Although uh, Emperor Palpatine is in this movie, and that would be like the big J.J. Abrams
1: twist moment of, No, Ray, I am your father. Oh, God. And it's basically exactly the same uh-huh. thing. For- that's it. Yeah. That's, that's it. it. You figured it out. That's it. Palpatine it. is her dad. Yeah. We're calling it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's dumb and terrible. Yeah. And hackneyed. Th- <laughs> I think they're
0: going to give uh, Finn even less to do in this film. Like if okay, if they wanted to do a parentage thing, if they wanted to do a generational parentage thing, make Finn some kind of relative to Lando. Yeah, I mean it's kind yeah. of weird that you know there's only one black family in in space <laughs> apparently. But like, if they wanted to go, oh, like Lando takes one look at him and go, oh hey, your parents they lost you and you ended up somehow in the in the Imperial system and we were looking for you, Finn. You're you're Finn Calrissian. <laughs> Hey, look at my cape. We'll get you a tiny baby cape.
1: <laughs> it makes about as much. It's about as good as anything they're going to do for Ray. So I would I mean. like. I would
0: like that more than the, than whatever they have planned for Ray. But it's going to be Ray is going to have the the secret fam- familial ties to something.
1: And I hate that. I hate that. <sighs> yeah. Like it's this weird genetic thing. Like it turns it into this weird story about genetic superiority or. Something, I guess. Don't, I don't know. I Don't hate care it. for that. Yeah.
0: Don't care for that at all. Okay, um, the big one. This is my big prediction. And I've said this for years. Like, the prophecy about bringing balance to the Force is not about the Jedi beating the Sith. It's melding the Sith and the Jedi ways, having both mindfulness of feelings but also embracing them. Do we think that Rey is going to be, like, the first on-screen depiction of, like, a gray Jedi. I
1: I think that's what Ryan Johnson was leading us towards. Gotcha. But I don't trust J.J. Abrams to do anything that interesting. Gotcha. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because I would have liked to see that. I would like to see, like... And it's new, and it's a different and creative idea, and Mm -hmm. they seem like they're afraid to do that now. Yep, so. uh, Samantha, do you have any... No, you guys pretty much said what I was thinking. Okay. How do, you, how do you feel about this Star War? Are you appreh- as apprehensive yes. about it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> We're all a little nervous mm-hmm. in in the studio about the we new got, Star War. We
1: got the pre-Star War jitters. <laughs> <We> just, <laughs> that's Name of the episode.
0: You, you nailed it. That's yeah. it.
1: <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I am really really worried (laughs) that it's gonna be bad. Baby Yoda better be in this. (laughs) I I have to say. (laughs) I think you're gonna be disappointed. Teenage Yoda. Yeah. (laughs) Teen Yoda. Yeah. It's basically Teen Groot. It's it's
0: Yoda. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Are they just doing a a Groot with Yoda?
1: Is that what it is? I mean, he doesn't really talk. Yeah.
0: Uh, Yoda I am. Is
1: it Yoda? Is Baby Yoda just Yoda? Did he molt off a piece like Groot? (laughs) Ah, uh, you know what? <laughs> we don't
0: know. I hope it's. I hope he's an offspring. I hope he's somehow tied to Yaddle.
1: Yeah, because I think we Yaddle, need more Yaddle. Yaddle needs more lore behind her. Again,
0: I think it's either. I I hope it's either something with Yaddle or the Kaminoans have somehow cloned Yoda and it doesn't mean that it's a perfect copy of Yoda and it's Yoda again but it's like they have the genetic material and they're like let's make our own Yoda for nefarious purposes
1: An, an evil Yoda
0: <laughs> what if what if the empire bought a clone Yoda so that they would have their own Sith Yoda
1: yeah they're trying to train a Sith Yoda mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe yeah see we're coming up with
0: much better and more interesting ideas for the Mandalorian than <laughs> yeah <laughs> than than mainline star wars and that is uh
1: the mandalorian has been more interesting than anything they've come up with in the past three or four years yeah yeah and you know what else is good about the mandalorian is they keep it simple yes they don't feel the need to bog you down with 500 like concurrent plot lines like a lot of prestige streaming tv series do i like that this
0: show has a finite ending it's not an ongoing series. It's not season 1 of whatever. They're doing 12 episodes and then that's it. Tell oh, a they'll, story. They'll I mean, probably. they're going to do more, but like <laughs> at least by the end of the season, they they will have wrapped it up as though it is a concrete end to the series. I like that. I, I like things with endings. Yeah.
1: I think they should put, after this, they should put John Favreau in, in charge of Star Wars. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> if he did this good with Mandalorian like let him and, and like Bryce Dallas Howard and whoever do oh, whatever yeah. they want. Oh yeah, yeah. Her episode, the the one that was the Seven Samurai seven episode. Seven Samurai, yeah, that was the best one I've seen so far.
0: I've heard that. I've heard. I've had multiple people tell me that that one is the best one of the bunch. So and the
1: one after it was the worst one so far. Oh really? I mean, it wasn't. I wouldn't say it was bad. I wouldn't say any of them were bad, but it went whole hog into fan service town. Oh. He went back to Tatooine to begin with. If that tells you how bad it's gonna get, uh. he went back there. He went to the ca- the cantina, the same one. Went to the same booth. Yeah, the same booth. The, the same, same booth. booth sitting oh. with his feet up on the table. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah, a different character. Well,
0: maybe they had to get one episode where they got all of it out of the way.
1: Uh, Amy Sedaris is in it. And she's hilarious. I've seen some pictures of her. but She, dropped, <laughs> she looks like a high school art teacher. Yeah, and she <laughs> drops some really painful callback lines. Like, she mentions a motivator when talking to a oh. pit droid. Mm, and mm. she has to mention Beggar's Canyon for some reason. Like... What? Again,
0: they had to get it all out of the way. Yeah. They got one episode. It's like this is the fan the fan service episode. Let's just skip it and be done and that's it.
1: it. I mean it still tells a pretty good story though, even though it is gets mired down in like this fan service bog. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think we are way over on time, so let's go ahead and wrap things up. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also find us on various <laughs> forms of social media. That is Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram. If you do a search for Nerd Overload now.
1: Man, we need to get Josh back. Oh, yeah, we got to get Josh back. (laughs) (laughs) You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can give us a call on the Nerd Overload hotline and leave a message. We might play it on the show. The number is 586-372-8020. Yeah. Uh, We're also on YouTube for the
0: time being. Just do a search for Nerd Overload. You can find our all of our past episodes on various podcast catchers like apple podcast spotify stitcher google play and more uh, we have a patreon patreon.com backslash nerd overload now if you like the show and you want to help support us you can go over there and check that out you can get the show a couple days early which is pretty cool
1: hot off the press
0: yeah steaming steaming hot right there on your plate if yep. your plate's a, a phone or something <laughs> Lost uh, the metaphor. Lost the metaphor. Uh, I'd like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff at davidpencil.com. And uh again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Pizza out.